The federal government last week proposed to introduce a new, three new laws to give Canadians more control over how companies use their personal data. Bill C-27 was presented uh, by Innovation Minister Francois-Philippe Champagne, uh, who says he's most proud of the fact the legislation will be strengthening privacy protections for children. The bill would also impose fines for non-compliant digital platforms and introduce new rules for the use of artificial intelligence And the bill will ensure Canadians could demand their information on social media platforms such as Facebook or Twitter be permanently deleted. It's unlikely it'll get a whole lot of debate until the fall, however, because the House of Commons is going to be breaking for the summer very soon. Lauren Reed is the president of Privacy Pro and uh, joins us now to talk about this. Appreciate the time today. Hi, nice speaking with you. Is privacy on the internet a, a realistic uh, possibility? I think so, but let's let's talk about what that means. So sometimes when we think about privacy, we think about secrecy. Um, it really, we really need to think about it as control. So is it possible to go completely off grid at this point? I'm not sure. Actually, I'm not sure that we can participate in society in a meaningful way. By have and still have you know complete privacy, uh, where you know maybe we're only paying cash for things. You know it, it, it's nearly impossible. But data protection, where we have control and agency over how our personal information is used, I do think that that's possible. And I think that this new bill is taking a step toward that. It's not perfect, but it makes a lot of progress. That was going to be my next question. Do you like what you see in this bill? I do. I do. This um, Bill C-27 is a a, a refresh or a a rewrite, if you will, of Bill C-11, which died last year. Um, At the end of the day, anything's better than what we had. So our privacy law in Canada came out in 2000. That's the year that the iPod came out. It's four (laughs) years before Facebook, five years before YouTube six years before Twitter, and seven years before the iPhone. And that's what we've been working with for 22 years. So is this bill perfect? Uh, I don't think so. But is it way better than what we have right now? Absolutely. It kind of speaks to, I mean, government may be moving, uh, not, there's no, actually, there's no maybe about it. They did move too slow on this. But how difficult is it for government to keep up with technology? Uh, it's impossible. <laughs> it's impossible. It, and and so one of the things that I do like and, and I'm very proud of as a Canadian is that since 2000, our privacy law is the first in the world to be based on accountability. And that means it's not prescriptive in the way that it sets out what the rules are. It, it puts accountability or requires an organization to take ownership and to make risk-based decisions and to say, I'm responsible for the outcomes versus some of the other um, older privacy laws that were based on the inputs or based on the technology. You see, and we do have some um, privacy laws that are a bit more dated in, in that sense. When they try to be prescriptive, they start saying things like, here's how you do privacy for, um, for fax machines, right? And very few fax machines are in use today but we still have laws that govern privacy and fax machines, but we don't have privacy laws that are, that are governing um, smartphones or blockchain or, 
you know, any of the modern technology. And so Canada has always taken that approach of not being, of being technology agnostic. And I think that that's, that shows a lot of leadership and foresight. Is there anything you'd like to see in this bill or maybe future legislation that we can build off of with this bill? Hmm, that's a great question. Um, I, I would like to see what I like in this bill, and I think goes in the right direction, is getting away from this notion of consent for use of data. So that sounds a little bit weird, right? To say that we should have less ability to consent to the way that our data is used. But it's actually better for individuals. It's better for data subjects to not be relying completely on consent. Because the way that it has worked in the past is it has said, all right, well, you company, as long as you've got permission from somebody to use their data, you can do that, right? And so that means that we get these very fine print, legalese documents, confusing or misleading ways of collecting information. And it says, yeah, but you you said it was okay. So we're going to do what we want. This really raises the bar. It says that that consent has to be meaningful, which means you have a right to say no. Now, if someone says, if you want to have a bank account, then you have to consent to this type of data collection. That's not very meaningful, is it? Because we need a bank account in order to function in society. And so this new version of the law is is changing that a bit to say, look, this is necessary to have that con- contract. And so we don't need to ask your permission because if you can't meaningfully say no, then it doesn't make sense to ask the question. And it brings in other ways of being responsible and accountable for data but don't put the onus on the individual to make decisions about things they might not care about and they might not understand and they might not have time to read the fine print. And so that's the direction that I, I like to see this going. Um, the other thing that I really like uh, about this, as well as the AI Act, is that it's increasing transparency. It's saying we're not going to tell you exactly how to do this because we don't want another law that is outdated by the time the ink is dry, but we're going to require you to write down what you're doing and make that available and to think through things and to describe the way that you thought through them and to you know kind of defend the way that you made decisions. And we're going to check up on you. Right. And we have the we have the ability uh, for the first time in, uh, in 22 years. Now, the privacy commissioner under this bill, if it's passed, will have the ability to issue fines and orders, meaning to tell someone you have to stop doing that. It's very interesting. We'll follow it closely. Lauren, I certainly appreciate the time today. Thank you very much. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. That's Lauren Reed, president of uh, the the Privacy Pro. She made a a really good point near the end. We kind of ran out of time, but... um, about uh, consent, because, you know, as we were talking off the top, it's hard to exist in today's world without some of these uh, platforms. But if you have the consent there, you're asking, you're signing on. It's, 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 you're kind of in a tough spot. So it's a very, very interesting point and, and a good point, too.